0: Writer's Read by Lit Tracy. Getting that book in children's hands. Hi, I'm Tracy Grice, and welcome to this special episode of the Writer's Read podcast. Well, the lead up to Book Week is in full swing, and classrooms and libraries across Australia are embracing this year's theme Reading is My Secret Power. I thought I'd put together a series of Book Week podcasts for you, featuring the Children's Book Council of Australia shortlisted books in the Younger Readers category. So, as usual, I got to spend some time with these authors, hearing an excerpt of their shortlisted novel, and I got to ask them some questions around this year's Book Week theme. On this episode, I'm chatting with award-winning Sydney-based author Jacqueline Moriarty, author of The Slightly
1: Alarming Tale of the Whispering Wars. The slightly alarming tale of the Whispering Wars is set in the same world as my book, um, The Extremely Inconvenient Adventures of Bronte Metalstone, but it is set before the Bronte Metalstone book um, uh, occurs, so it's back in time before Bronte is born, at the time when the Whispering Wars were just beginning. And it's set in a town called Spindrift, which is in the Kingdom of Storms, and it's Narrated by two children one is named Finlay and Finlay lives in the local orphanage and the other is named honeybee And she lives in the um, in an exclusive private boarding school so The whispering wars have not yet started when the book begins But a mysterious thing has been happening in town and the other thing you should know is that um, the kids in the orphanage and the kids at the boarding school ...do not like each other at all. Okay, so this is just from chapter one. Finlay is the first person to talk. And Finlay says, Finlay here. I'm starting the story, but a girl named Honeybee takes over in the next chapter. You'll miss me then. You'll say, oh, I wish that Finlay was back. I liked him. You won't like Honeybee. Trust me on that. This is her fault. With some people, you don't like them, and it's not their fault. They're accidentally annoying. But with Honeybee, it's her fault. Don't worry though, I'll be back. Honeybee and I are taking turns. The story begins on the day of the Spindrift Tournament. That's an annual competition that takes place on the Spindrift Town Green. Annual means once a year, and Spindrift is my town. At the tournament, the local schools compete in athletics. Athletics are running, high jump, and so on. Compete means, listen, you can look things up in the dictionary if you don't know what they mean. Otherwise, this will take forever. That morning, I woke up and dropped straight out of bed onto the floorboards to do my push-ups. I do 20, 20 first thing every morning. I only did 17 that day, though, not wanting to wear myself out before the tournament. Glim's bed is by the window, and she was kneeling on her pillow, drawing pictures in the mist on the glass. She's not much of an artist, if I'm honest, but she tells us crackerjack stories each night, pressing her nose against the glass as she speaks. She likes to watch the goings-on in the town square. The twins, Eli and Tao, were reading newspapers under the covers. They always do that. They're big for ten, Eli and Tao, so each morning it's like a pair of boulders have got a hold of a paper each and climbed under the blankets to read. I won't describe what the other kids were doing, as that would take too long. Also, I don't remember. Three beds were empty. I know that. Amy, Connor and Bing had all been taken. Back then, we didn't know who or what had taken them. So what happens next is that um, Finlay is going to the athletics tournament and so is Honeybee going to the tournament with her boarding school and there is going to be a big competition between them and things are going to get out of hand. And meanwhile, the big mystery is that children are being stolen from all over the kingdoms and empires and nobody knows who's taking them. And at the same time, there are battles beginning all across the kingdoms and empires which are the beginnings of the whispering wars and the children in this book are going to play a very important role in those wars hi i'm jacqueline moriarty and you're listening to the writers read podcast so jacqueline this year's book week
0: theme is reading is my secret power so for younger readers what do you think are the keys to unlocking this secret power
1: I think um, choosing your own books, whatever you want to read, is the most important thing. Sometimes I know at school you get books to read which you find very, very boring or that don't really mean anything to you. So if you can get books from the library or ask for gift certificates for bookshops for birthdays, then you can find the books that speak to you. Because sometimes you might even think you don't like reading, I think, um, because you have... And it's it's only because you haven't found the book that speaks to you yet. I have a 12-year-old son who is not keen on reading at the moment, but every now and then he will find something that makes him laugh. The only thing he likes are funny books. So you might be someone who likes a funny book. So find there are funny books out there for you.
0: What have you found are the secret powers books give you that you didn't know you had?
1: I think, well, the secret power the books give me is um, the power to look forward to um, going to bed every night. Whenever I'm reading a good book, I have this, it's the, when you say the word secret, that's why I thought of it. I have this secret feeling all day, no matter how badly things are going, that at the end of the day when I go to bed, I'm going to get my book again, and then I'm going to be with in that world and with my friends inside the book, and then I'll be happy again. Do you have
0: a favorite place to read?
1: One of my favorite things to do if I've got spare time, a spare afternoon, is to go to, I live in Sydney, and I'm about a 35, 40 minute walk away from the nearest beach, so I like to go for a long walk to the beach and sit on the beach and read my book and then I feel like I deserve to eat chocolate while I'm reading because I've done the exercise I've been healthy by walking there and um I just like feeling sand in my, on my under my feet while I'm reading at the same time but I read I like to read anywhere in bed at night time or on the couch and often with chocolate but that's not necessary what's your favorite thing about book week each year uh, my favorite thing about Book Week each year is just that books get to get the attention that they deserve. That um, we we don't talk about them as much as we should and don't think about them, but um, in Book Week we get to celebrate them. And my favorite thing last year was going to um, the Book Week parade at my son's school, and there was a girl there who um, had dressed up as Bronte Meddlestone, and that was one of the happiest days of my life and what are your plans for book week this year i'll probably go and visit schools around the area and so book week can be a bit overwhelming sometimes for a lot of authors because you're going to lots of different schools so it's a lot of fun but i'm quite disorganized and get lost a lot so it's also a lot of responsibility to remember which school to visit but i love talking to kids and hearing kids questions so for all the students
0: um, who are listening to this in the lead up to book
1: week, do you have a special book week message for them? Sure, I'll just say happy book week. I hope you really enjoy yourselves because one thing that worries me sometimes is that books at school can be seem like schoolwork and homework and everybody's telling you you have to read whereas as soon as you discover that you can do it yourself without anybody telling you to do it. It can be one of the greatest pleasures in life. So happy book week. Well, I hope you enjoyed this special book week episode of Writer's Read
0: featuring Jacqueline Moriarty. To keep up to date with all our podcasts, make sure you subscribe to Writer's Read by Lit Tracy on your preferred platform. Writer's Read by Lit Tracy. Getting that book in children's hands. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Writer's Read by Lit Tracy.